Hello, welcome everyone to Guthrie News Page. I'm Chris Evans. Today, joined by House District 31 candidate Logan Trainer. Logan, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, Chris. And we got to meet just the other day for the first time, hour yes. and a half conversation. <laughs> you were keeping time? <laughs> well, I, I know I, I was running late. Yes. I was running late at 10 15. Uh, we were supposed to be there at 10. That was my fault. County Commissioner's fault, I should say. That's okay. Uh, but uh, then we went to about 11 45 because it was lunchtime. So That's I, right. So I knew, I knew that. So, uh, but enjoy the conversation. Yes. I, oh, my goodness. You know, it's, it's, it's just another uh, testimony to just this whole campaign has been such a phenomenal experience. Getting a chance to talk with people, hear exactly what their background is, what their story is, and the same for you. And you got a chance to hear from yeah. me. And, it's a pleasure and it's a blessing to be able to do it again right here today. Absolutely. So let's talk about it. So you've been everywhere almost. Yeah. <laughs> you were telling me the other day. Uh, I remember Houston. I remember uh, El Paso. Just, you know, just yeah. kind of a little bit yeah, of feedback absolutely. on you. So yeah. I was I was born in uh, Fort Worth, but raised in Sugarland, Texas, my whole life, okay. which is southwest part of Houston, um, about 20, 25 minutes outside of Houston. Uh, graduated high school out there and decided to go to the University of Texas El Paso and um, you know was able to walk on for the basketball team there played for a season uh, figured out that you know all these guys can get the job done yeah uh, from the first guy your captain to the last man on the bench it is um, a phenomenal experience though to play uh, division one in that regard uh, ended up you know finishing out with business management there met my wife out there as well um, in that last year, you have to take a fine arts credit. And I decided to take theater and instantaneously, I guess they call it the bug or, you know, the acting bug and fell in love with it. And, and then started, you know, really liking the movies from the forties, the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, you know, all those were the stage actors back then. Uh -huh. But even as you go forward, you know, in the eighties and the nineties, uh, I've always loved cinema. So that was a great experience. And I thought, well, you know what, let's just go out to Los Angeles and pursue that. And, uh, you know, did it, tried it, you know, realized that, you know, the films that they were being made at that moment, this was like, I think, 2011, 2012, they just weren't the same anymore. I think the storylines had kind of, you know, they, they just weren't that, that storyline that I like and appreciated. Like, I don't know, There Will Be Blood, uh -huh. you know, or No Country for Old Men, you know. Uh, those were like, you know, mid-2000s, but since then... Um, it's a whole different scenario. And then I said, well, it's time to put on my big boy pants. So, you know, I spent some time in New Mexico and worked out there. And then uh, I was in Seattle, Washington. I took a job in Seattle from uh, 2018 to 2021 is when I was out there working for UPS. And uh, that's kind of how everything started in terms of my journey. But anyway, I thought I'd just catch you up to speed in, in terms of, you know, uh, where all I've been and how it led me to come here. And you got here not too long ago, so um, I don't know how exactly when you got here, but uh, and I asked you the other day, Logan County, Guthrie, how in the world yeah. did you find Logan County? You, you know, we were already here. We got here last January, and, you know, for us, we obviously, it was, it was renting at first before we decided to purchase a house. We wanted to make sure that, you know, we already taken somewhat of a risk, you know, renting a, a house sight unseen, but... You know, obviously we have the internet and pictures and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, when we finally got down here and I started getting, you know, started and was working over at Jackie Cooper BMW, um, that's when we were ready to start looking for houses. And uh, my lease was already coming up uh, right around that same time. And I just so happened to uh, have a sale with uh, one of my first clients who happened to be a real estate agent. And my wife and I were already talking about 
relocating and doing something a little bit bigger because we had a it was a bigger property in Seattle and we kind of wanted to match that yeah. you know and I noticed you know uh, what was you know Sorghum Mill Danforth Coffee Creek Cavell you know you keep going north where I noticed the the property started getting larger and larger and then uh, there was definitely one that we had saw. Um, uh, uh, one of the first houses that we actually put in our consideration list uh, was actually in Logan County and it fit everything that we were looking for, you know, being, you know, having the acreage and as well as, you know, then also being outside the city limits, you know, it just, it was a different feel, but it was something that we knew right away when we went to look at that house. It was the first house we looked at and it was just, uh, it was instantaneous. As soon as you walked through that threshold, we knew this is the house that we wanted. And, uh, you know, Logan County being the name Logan, that's also oh, very yeah. serendipitous. Yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, <laughs> either way, though, um, it's special. It didn't take too long to realize uh, going forward that it was a little bit different than Oklahoma County. But then Oklahoma as a whole was also different, you know, from my time in Texas or even in California or Washington. Um, uh, but it was special in that regard. Uh, it was the people. Um, so it's just been still somewhat of a new experience for me, but at the same time, very familiar, if that makes sense, in yeah. terms of just the sincerity and the um, uh, the kindness uh, of the people of Oklahoma has just been out of this world. So when you moved here, did you have any political aspirations? Or how did that come about? That I mean, it was interesting because everything all happened within, you know, a one-week, two-week time frame when um, I found out you know exactly where we'd be moving at but at the same time also finding out too that uh gary mize with the incumbent would be vacating his seat and uh, i had already been talking to an associate and they had mentioned basically that um you know they got a chance to hear from me and what i was about and what my beliefs were um because i was already starting to go to oklahoma conservative political action committee events and um but i was also just talking to people at my gym at work uh, at church. And it was always, when are you going to run for office? And, you know, I always said, you know, I, I, it never really crossed my mind in that regard because, um, I was always one that would study it and research it in terms of what I didn't like about policy or, you know, how things were going in said areas of the country. Um, but at one point I'd realized that, um, you know what, um, this, 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 uh, the incumbent here is actually going to be vacating his seat. Um, and it got to a place where I knew when I uh, first got here that I needed to do something. And I thought that meant just going down to Edmond Town Hall meetings when I first got here and being part of different candidates' uh, uh, campaigns. But um, I think it was a little bit deeper than that. Now that I look back and I realize that it all came together right around the same time in terms of um, having the opportunity to run for that seat, um, as well as happening to be just living there at the same time. And I just felt like, you know, you can't make this up. This stuff just kind of falls right into place. And, um, and that's kind of how it started. And I've just met you. You have a great personality, just a, a great personality. How have you, the quick move here, how have you been able to, to know people, know who to talk to all that good stuff? Wow. Um, it just, you know, everything comes so natural from a standpoint of being at home instantaneously uh, in Oklahoma, no matter where I'm living at um, or where I go to, you know, the gym. You know, I've had to change gym locations since I've moved <laughs> as well, but we're talking about a couple minutes difference. Either way, it's always the same in terms of being able to hear people where they're coming from, uh, what their 
what their beliefs are, what their values are, what their principles are. Um, and then just my personality has always been one of uh, genuinely interested in hearing what the other person has to say and where they're coming from. So, you know, it, you know, like you said, it just, it just fit, you know, and um, the campaign has definitely showed uh, that in so many different ways. And I feel, I mean, so grateful to have the opportunity to sit in front of people and just hear where they're coming from, hear their concerns, hear their needs. Um, it's been a learning experience too. Um, it's made me grow as a person and understand uh, just uh, you know how to how to how to properly really see where people are coming from, and not just you know on a on a surface level, but really on a deep level, and then to see. I wonder how we can pinpoint where they're going as a solution. And that's not just as a person, that's as, you know, different sectors within a city, you know, or different institutions or different businesses. And because it all kind of blends it together. But the thing that you always remember is this, is that whether it be an institution, whether it be, you know, schools, uh, whether it be a municipality uh, or a business, it's still made up of people, you know, right. and this is a, I, I really believe this is a people business. Uh, it's a relational business. Um, uh, and I take it very seriously. And uh, I really feel um, called and honored to be able to serve in this capacity. And we'll get to some of the specific questions that all candidates are hearing right now, yeah. uh, knocking on doors and all that stuff. Um, just moving here. So it kind of gives you maybe an advantage because you don't know the inner clicks. You don't know this group. Now you're starting, obviously you're learning them as you go on in, in a political process. Yes. But a little bit of advantage of not knowing how this works or the inner works of or behind the scenes and all that good stuff. You kind of get a fresh perspective of Logan County. Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, even when you're just when you move to an area and you're just uh, and you're new there, um, wherever it is, uh, it's always a process. It's it's like into those that are in the military and um, they move from place to place to place. And um, or the the young the the child in school, you know, a military family. Yeah. It's always having to start all over again. Um, but to do that in a way where now you're talking about I don't know a campaign um, and running for public office, you know, that kind of is, you know, it's it's even more intensive. Be yeah. But at the same time, I really believe my time in Seattle delivering packages at UPS um, was a huge. Uh, uh, preparation in that regard because um, you're used to going to people's houses. Right. You're used to going into the doors. You're used to having conversations. Uh, you're used to being barked at by the dog, <laughs> you know. So, but no, it's been a uh, it's been very intensive. But I've I've felt very prepared in that regard to do the groundwork yeah. of what makes you know a quality candidate in terms of dealing with people face to face at the doorsteps. Before we get into questions, a uh, big part of, of running for office is uh, raising money. Yes. How's that going for you? And again, not knowing anybody, yeah. how have you been able to uh, to get uh, financial support for your campaign and, and who, who who some of those people, some of your big supporters are? Yeah, well, I don't I don't have any big supporters. <laughs> you know, it's just been uh, pretty much family and friends. Okay. And once again, that's tough to do. Uh, in a new in a new town where most of the time you you know if you're talking about a you know a local race or a statewide race um, you're you, you've probably had the time and you know an experience to develop a lot of friendships over you know 10 15 20 year period a lifetime you know but for me 
I don't have any big donors. Um, and um, I've, I was the first to, to max out my own contribution. Uh, I really am a big believer in that in terms of, you know, putting your money where your mouth is. Um, and uh, so as, as, as far as the fundraising part, uh, that's one of my harder or, or, or tougher parts in this whole campaigning business. Um, when it comes to um, the relational part, you know, that's just, it comes second nature because it's, it's almost, uh, it's, it's very uh, encouraging and, 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 and I love that aspect of it. But, you know, the fundraising, could there have been more as we dwindle down to the final election? I'm sure, you but can always there can always be more. Yeah, yeah but yeah. we, you know, I've had to I've had to make do with the with with what I have, and um, you know, so when it comes to you know signage and stuff like that, you know, I don't have the most, you know, and that has a lot to do with just you know uh, the ability to raise funds, and um, but at the same time, I understand it's a valuable process, it's a valuable part of any campaign because it's how you get you know, your, your, who you are and what you're about, what your beliefs are out to people. And uh, it's made me gain a whole new respect for anybody yeah. seeking to run for office because I, I think a lot of, you know, constituents and people that are just, you know, kind of watching how it all goes have no idea that for just gas, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, gasoline is, and especially in this time we're in right now, it's, it, it, it adds up very quickly. But once again, I wouldn't have it any other way yeah. because this has been such a labor of love and it's kind of your baby. It's your first time at this. So, um, you treat it as such, yeah. you know, so that's, that's, that's how that's uh, going. That's awesome. So, okay. The uh, big reason why I have you on here is so people know who you are and, and meet you. There was a, a okay to a forum mm -hmm. that was held that, uh, your two opponents uh, showed up that, the one that you did not attend. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to ask some of the questions that you did as well, just so we can hear your thoughts on that. But uh, one of the, uh, can you just share why you were uh, unable to, or did not attend that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't really know too much about the organization. Um, I did recently fill out a survey um, before the actual uh, form was uh, done. Um, and then on top of that, you know, once again, this being my first time, um, you know, whether it be, you know, funds, you know, running a business, family, you know, all these different things. Um, prioritization is number one. And uh, at that point, and even even now, uh, I still believe uh, hitting the doors, you know, and meeting the people face to face uh, takes precedence. And I've talked to many elected officials um, that have said the exact same thing. However, now looking back at it, I realize that, you know, uh, it's not so much, you know, uh, not knocking door to door and being in fr front of the people. It's more so so people can understand a little bit better who you are yeah. and, and how you're able to answer questions in a forum setting. So, you know, um, it's one of those things that moving forward, uh, I'm definitely um, excited to look forward to the next one. I think, speaking of which, I just uh, confirmed, you know, earlier uh, with Guthrie Chamber of Commerce, um, and I believe that's uh, June 23rd. Yes. And I will be in attendance. And um, so it's one of those deals that, once again, you know, for those that are watching this, you know, you're, 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 you're talking about a novice, you know, kind of making their first foray into the world of uh, campaigning as well as politics. Yeah. And, um, and, and there's mistakes sometimes that are made, but sometimes you don't know. You just yeah. figure that, you know, it's, it's best to, 
to, to talk to the people face to face. But going forward, I'm excited for the uh, the Guthrie Chamber of Commerce forum. Yeah, I yeah. might know a moderator too that might be uh, hosting that <laughs> forum. So I uh, look forward to that and yeah. appreciate your answer there. Okay, so I'm going to get to some of the questions that uh, we asked the uh, on that night. Uh, I was. Uh, Okay, you asked me to moderate that, and we and we streamed that, and so uh, I brought the same questions. I might not get to all of them because we don't keep everyone uh, waiting on, on this on the show. But uh, first question: There's always two questions I always have at the beginning. Yes. Why in the I don't want to say crazy world, but a, a crazy world right now. Why why run and what and why run for as a any race? Yeah. Uh, with the world, but uh, especially District Thirty One. You know that's a that's a great question. And um, you have to be clear on that from the get-go. Um, my biggest thing is just true servant leadership, you know, truly having a need to understand where people are coming from as far as policy, policy is concerned, uh, from a community setting all the way up to a county level, in this case, Logan County. Um, but to also know that um, when it when you do decide to run for this, you have to understand the whole gamut. And some of that you'll learn along the way. Um, my biggest thing was always what motivated me was coming from living in Seattle those three years. It was so pivotal. It was so eye-opening. It was so such a monumental time. It was very tumultuous because you're talking about 2020 and the whole nation uh, could be seen in different areas operating different ways. And that's yeah. when... You know, I started realizing, okay, policy is very real, um, and different states operate differently. You know, I was one that, you know, I grew up Christian conservative household. Uh, my folks walked out the Word of God right in front of us, and that was I still credit them as the, the, the biggest um, uh, examples uh, for my for me. But when you find your place, find yourself in a place like Seattle during 2020, um, and you know the police precinct. Uh, has been raided and is on fire. You know, squad cars are on fire and overturned. Uh, small businesses are being looted and uh, and raided. Um, and it wasn't just there. It just so happened to be very radical left cities that I saw that in. Um, and it didn't take too long to start really thinking about my decision in terms of where I wanted to go next. Uh, the hardest part about that decision was our church up there in Seattle. Uh, we considered them family. Uh, we still do, and uh, we miss them dearly. And we had some buddies that actually were living uh, and went to that church that we went to in Seattle that were from Oklahoma. And once they realized that our, you know, our sites were set on Oklahoma, um, they they gave us some recommendations in terms of you know where were some areas that we could settle down, you know. And uh, that's kind of how that started. And when I got here, I, I'll never forget. I told my wife, I said, sweetheart, I don't know what I need to do, but I want to get involved. And that kind of goes back to the beginning of this, this, yeah. this sit down interview in terms of, um, it all started there. Um, because I now realize that if you don't have the right representation, um, if you don't have the right policy, um, and that, and I'm coming from a place of, you know, very tr American traditional, value set, you know, uh, biblical perspectives, biblical principles, our constitution. You know, if you don't understand these things, it makes it hard to appreciate our country. Um, but if you do, it makes it even more appreciative when you come to a state like Oklahoma, where that's already 
um, the foundation of the state. I really, yeah. truly believe that's what makes Oklahoma so phenomenal. It is different than a lot of states in this nation, and I can say that because I've, I've lived in other states, and I'm now here, and it's, it's, the contrast couldn't be more apparent. So, you know, that's, that's where I'm coming from in regard to, hey, Logan, why, you know, why are you doing this? You know, and it's because I know what it's like to be at the mercy, you know, of a populace that doesn't see anything wrong as an authoritative, tyrannical government. Uh, has really overstepped their bounds. Um, I know what it's like um, to not be to be passed up for not taking a vaccine uh, for for a job. Yeah. You know, I know what it's like uh, to be reprimanded at your work for questioning. You know, the legitimacy of you know, do these masks really work? Are they effective? You know, and what's really going on here? And then you know, being declared essential versus non-essential. You know, I just saw how much havoc that wreaked on a nation. And my biggest thing was okay. One man can't do anything, and I've never approached it as such. But I do understand that a community can, you know, uh, a tight-knit community yeah. can, a, a county can. Um, and matter of fact, a lot of times that's kind of the realm of, of influence about as far as it can go, you know, before a next county and a next, you know, set of uh, elected officials are running that particular county. Um, with Logan County, you know, the – the passions and beliefs and the values and the things that that people love about why they live with where they live was almost a direct match for me. And I think that's what makes the ability to have these discussions and talk about um, my love for Oklahoma and more so my love for Logan County just so natural and so easy. So that's that's kind of a, the, the long view of my whole motive of why I'm deciding to get involved and, and, and represent the people in the best way that I possibly can. I, I'm disappointed. I don't know why I didn't think of Logan for Logan County. That's uh, that's uh, that would be pretty cool. But uh, <laughs> uh, the, the other popular question I asked, I've been doing this for a few days. Uh, if elected, yes. what would be the first bill that you would propose and pass into law? That's a great question. There's so many, and I've heard it before. You know, my, I, honestly, I think – one of them would, would be putting God back in schools. You know, it, it could be having the Ten Commandments back. Yep. It could be starting off school with prayer um, in each classroom. Um, and, and, and maybe it's not so much, a, a, you know, a hard legislation, but it's, it's saying if you want to, you can. You know, um, and I really believe that it's a it's very important to me as I see what's going on today um, and the schools are the number one uh, topic uh, that I hear about at the doorstep. And uh, there's a lot of uh, issues uh, that need addressing in the most immediate manner and fashion. But I also believe in the spiritual uh, foundation of any community. And I really believe if we stay close to God. Um, and if we continue to honor him, including in our schools, um, I, I believe it could have a huge impact um, on, you know, how things are done and in and, and, and the minds of these young children, which are so precious because there are future leaders. You know, I saw a bill uh, that was up, you know, for to get voted on a couple months ago, and that was to make the Bible uh, the state book, the state book, yeah. you know, so I'm not too far off in that regard yeah. or in that vein of putting God back in our institutions. Um, and in this case, you know, our public schools. 
Well, I, and I have a question here a little bit on education as well. Uh, but uh, the one I, with your short time here since January, what, what do you see as the biggest need for the community, for the district? Okay. I would say roads. Yeah. Yeah, I would say roads. But like I said. The rainfall's not helping those, by the way, right now. Which it, I, we, I love the rain right now because I know what's coming in June and July and August. No rain. So we'll, we'll take the rain when we can. But it does have an impact on, yeah. on, on the roads. Yeah. I would say roads. But you know what? It's hard. That's, it would it'd be also schools. Yeah. You know, public schools. You know, teachers. Um, teachers are so valuable. And um, what they do does not go unnoticed. And I had the opportunity to go. Um, uh, uh, to Guthrie Upper Elementary uh, School and um, had a chance to, to speak with a few of the faculty. And, um, you know, it's, it's then where you really understand um, the day-to-day. And you understand, and specifically uh, more so one particular teacher, um, she told me why she does it. And it's, it's, it's the effect, the profound effect. And we were just talking before this, we even recorded, uh, you talked about uh, Ms. Patterson. Yes. And every every one of us has that one, two, or even three teachers yeah. um, that left an indelible positive impression on our lives. And in many ways, uh, we thank them because where we're at today, whether they know it or not, I think teachers know it, um, they are the reason why a lot of people um, are successful in the given endeavors they choose to go in. So I would say, uh, you know, schools and and uh, and more so, you know, addressing teachers and um, roads, roads for Logan County. Roads, roads are a big one because you know when you see the economic uh, future of Logan County, it's a very bright one. Yeah, it really is, and um, uh, it, it, it's and it's on track to become that. And and one of the main uh, points for having building that infrastructure literally is having you know nice smooth paved roads um, but I understand you know there's there's a process to this um, and the way it works in terms of how those funds are appropriated within the three districts and uh, and we talked about this uh, a couple of days ago in terms of how it goes where and to depend on how much mileage and, and then bridges is another thing and that all changes depending on what district but nonetheless um, it has a huge part for the economic growth of any uh, community, uh, let alone Logan County's community. So those two things I would have to just keep at the top. All right. Education roads and crazy enough. Those are two of the questions, maybe a little bit more specific, yeah. but uh, uh, I, I want to read this exactly as I read it to the other candidates. So I don't mess it up mainly. So I don't mess it up. Uh, we've seen a various number of topics at the legislature level when it comes to education here in the state of Oklahoma from private schools to charter schools, to public schools, uh, vouchers, homeschool, all that good stuff. Can you please share us with your views on education and what actions you will look to, to take? Say that one more time. What, what some of the actions that you will uh, take to address uh, whatever those may be with yeah. all those. Well, you know, I think said earlier, these, the, the populace is, is, is number one. Uh, the populace is who elects any official. So with that said, it's very imperative um, that whoever's elected uh, has the ability and the, and the desire to want to have, you know, whether it be a town hall meeting, whether it be an event at the chamber, or whether it be, you know, a coffee, you know, meeting, whatever it is, uh, something to where people in, in, in whatever the affected area is are having 
a discussion about, you know, problems that are going on, but then mo- more importantly, propose solutions that will work. You know, I, I'm a firm believer in being there's a solution to every problem. And uh, I always see the glass half full. So uh, having and then and then having people that are much more uh, have an expertise on whatever issue it is that's being discussed um, and then having counsel, having panels. I mean, the answers are always here. It's just a matter of is one getting the community involved yeah. because I'm part of the community, too, and that's whose needs uh, need to be addressed. So there's no better you know, group of people to ask than the community. So I'm a firm believer in just having those types of organizations, those events, those meetings to where we can bounce things off of one another and then see uh, what the possible solutions are, whether it be some type of, you know, policy or bill or legislation um, or just a concerted effort within the community. Yeah, Governor Stitt and his Secretary of Education, Ryan Walters, are are seeking those vouchers, uh, the money to follow the child. Oh, yes. And they might be uh, – they might live in a public school district but take that – they're wanting to maybe move that money to a private school sure. or a charter school. Yeah. Uh, your, your thoughts on, on yeah. that, on the money process? You know, I'm a huge advocate of that um, because, you know, it, as a parent myself, you know, one realizes that, you know, parents have their needs, children have needs. But parents have needs, um, and the needs of parents are for their children to receive the education uh, that they believe is best for their child. And at the same time, uh, I think you know charter schools offer uh, a great incentive uh, for both the charter school, the child, and the parent. I believe it's a win-win all around in terms of having those needs met that the parents um, require, uh, especially when it comes to following the money following the child. Um, so to answer your question, I'm a huge advocate of, of money following the child. Parents' choice. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, Logan County and several other Oklahoma counties continue to search for more funding for roads and bridges. We just talked about the yes. – like you saw the questions coming ahead, which yes. did not. Uh, can you please share with us your understanding of county funding and your vision moving forward? And if you understand county funding, then let me know because I've been trying to follow it for a while, <laughs> and I know a little bit to be dangerous, but it is so confusing. I don't know if, that, if they want it to be so confusing on the state level, on the state level but uh, just your thoughts on roads and bridges and the funding and how in the world it might work. You know, it's <laughs> one of those things once again, and – I have no problem admitting when I, when I just don't know something in terms of all the details and yeah. the ins and outs. And I understand at one point, you know, the state of Oklahoma is given uh, X amount of dollars, you know, every year. And then from there, um, that goes to different entities uh, within the state, uh, within districts. And then from there, it's voted on, you know, where that money actually flows to. Yeah. And um, that's, a, that's a huge... Um, that's a huge undertaking to be able to see how one is able to come up with more funds to address these issues. But once again, for every problem, there's a solution. I really believe there's a solution. Um, I've heard it said in terms of, you know, this form of tax or um, this particular increase here. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a, a huge fan of, of, of unnecessary spending or unnecessary taxes, but I think we can all agree. And I got both hands up. Um, <laughs> I am not opposed to paying more uh, taxes uh, in order that I can, you know, enjoy smooth roads throughout the whole county. Yeah. And um, I don't, and I don't think the constituents uh, uh, 
feel different either. Um, and I know, you know, a lot of, we, we want to try to hold as much money as possible um, because um, it's your money. You work for it. Um, but at the same time, when it comes to these infrastructures, especially in one that's uh, uh, an ever-growing one in Logan County, um, to the best of my knowledge to answer this question right now, um, I think there is a way to appropriate more funds in order to uh, um, uh, improve the roads and, and bridges in Logan County. Yeah, the southern part of the district, District 1, if you will, here in county, is just so many people. It's the third fastest county, grow, third fastest growing county in the state of Oklahoma. Yes. And it's, I think it's throughout the Logan County, but particularly down uh, down in the Waterloo Road in that area. But, yes. Um, uh, okay, so this next question here, this is one of the one that uh, the OK2A kind of gave me. It, it's interesting. Uh, the question is, do you support legislation clarifying that the duly elected sheriff is the highest-ranking law enforcement officer in the county in which he or she is elected? You know, it's back and forth. Is it the district attorney? Is it the sheriff's office? Is, is the sheriff? Uh, this is not about me, but I always think, well, I, I don't mind if – worst-case scenario. If I was arrested, okay – I don't want to be charged. Mm. You know, the DA charges, the, the sheriff arrests. But uh, anyway, uh, I see both sides of it. But uh, gotcha. anyway, uh, do you support legislation clarifying that the newly elected sheriff is the highest-ranking law enforcement officer in the county which he or she is elected? Yeah, you know, I remember answering that in the OK2A survey. Yeah. You know, my response was, yes, I do. Um, I support I support law enforcement, and I definitely support sheriff. Um that that is an earned uh, and, and 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 duly elected position, uh, and that position comes with being um, the highest office uh, in regard to uh, law enforcement in the county. Yeah. And um, so I, I I say yes to that particular question. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you support legislation prohibiting? And you're a former athlete. Uh, probably still could have. You probably get up and down the floor. Uh, do you support legislation prohibiting a biological male from competing in female sports programs, regardless of where they have undergone or undergoing gender reassignment therapy? This is prohibit. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you yeah. know, it's, and this is, we go back to, you know, prayer in schools, yeah. you know, the spiritual, <laughs> and, and I get it. Some people don't want to, you know, discuss these things. And for me, you know, I, I can't help but to profess, you know, uh, my faith in Christ, my love of God, and uh, wanting to do things a certain way. Uh, in regards to, you know, this question here, um, it just has no business in, in, in any setting when it comes to public schools or, um, you know, uh, collegiate level. Um, I really believe, you know, women com competing in women's sports and men competing in men's sports. Yeah. So, but, you know, that's, that's my belief system. Very nice. Uh, <clears throat> big topic, uh, statewide races, nation nationwide races. Uh, do you agree that human life begins at conception? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you know, um, and, and I'm, I'm glad we're talking about these because if these issues, if these weren't even issues, there would really be no reason to run, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, it's because this is how far we've gotten as a nation in terms of, you know, moving the other direction that I believe we need more people, you know, who may not have political backgrounds, you know, and they don't have the experience, you know, but at the same time, they have common sense. They know right from wrong. And in this regard, you know, I 
once again, my faith in God, my belief on Christ Jesus, my love for Christ Jesus, my love for the Word of God. Um, and I'm not perfect by any stretch of the means, and I want to make that make sure that's understood. I do my best to walk with Christ daily. But in regard to my take on abortion and believing uh, if life starts at conception, absolutely it does. And I believe in fighting for the rights of the unborn. I'm a fan of what governors did. has recently signed in a law, making Oklahoma one of the strictest uh, states uh, in regard to um, uh, anti-abortion laws. Uh, so, you know, that's that's my position when it comes to uh, being extremely pro-life and uh, extremely uh, protective of the unborn. They all have rights. What would you say about rape, incest, and health to the mother? You know, and once again, for me, it's a matter of the child. And for some, it may come off as extreme. Um, and for others, it comes off as that's exactly how I believe too, Logan. But I believe that baby is so precious. And when you have children, um, it just it changes your viewpoint. Um, God forbid anything happened uh, to the woman, you know, that was raped and incest, you know. That's something that's um, that's got to be horrific yeah. and very traumatic. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't support that at all. But as far as that baby is concerned, I don't know what it is. I mean, I guess maybe when when that midwife put, you know, my first and my second in my arms, um, I just I immediately thought differently. Uh, a whole new world opened up. I, I, I looked at people differently. I understood people differently because I realized we're all we were all babies at one point. Yeah. And what would have happened if someone else had an abortion? I mean, that could be the next, you know, Albert Einstein or, you know, Nobel Peace Prize winner or Michael Jordan or, you know, whomever, someone that would contribute in such a way to the world um, that now we'll never see um, those contributions. Yeah, it, it's a tough, it's a tough subject. And that's why I brought in the rape, the incest. And my wife was adopted. And, okay. I, and I totally, you know, what would my life look if she wasn't adopted? Yeah. Uh, but I also feel sorry for those rape victims and those incest victims. So it's a it's a tough it's a tough dis discussion. Yeah, and you know I think we're getting more comfortable talking about that. Yes. and you know even if we disagreed or agree, uh, it's good to have civil discussion about that. No matter how each side kind of fights, about it. it's good to have a discussion and and do that deal. So uh, appreciate you talking about that. Uh, okay, let's move to a few of the gun things. There's uh, there's a lot going on in the world yes. uh, in Tulsa, Uvalde's, all that's going on. Uh, just your thoughts. Uh, you mentioned the OK2A survey. Have you seen an NRA survey? Yes. And just uh, your uh, your thoughts on the surveys and then uh, gun control. What's if you had the answer, I think you you'd be. Uh, you'd be very popular right now. So I don't know if there's a perfect answer out there right now, but what your, your stance on gun control or guns? You know, it, it is, it is definitely um, a hot topic, especially with what's going on. But I think the thing to remember is, is once again, common sense. And, but then again, common sense can be different yeah. for different people, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, you know, it is unfortunate what happened in Uvalde as well as, you know, in Buffalo, as well as just recently in Tulsa. And my heart goes out to all the families and friends uh, that have been affected by that. Um, it's never easy to do, uh, to go through, I should say. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the Second Amendment um, for so many different reasons. You know, once one understands the Constitution 
in each 27 of, of the amendments, um, you get a, you gain a better understanding of your freedoms, your liberties, your rights. And, you know, there comes a lot of responsibility uh, with all of our freedoms. But uh, as, as law-abiding citizens, um, I don't believe uh, in making it um, difficult for law-abiding citizens to obtain any firearm, yeah. whether it be a shotgun, whether it be an AR, whether it be a handgun. Um, because I've noticed it never stops with just, you know, this piece of legislation, you know, being on the West coast for, for some time, whether it be California or Washington, you know, now I think even Washington just recently, it's now 10 capacity in terms of, um, uh, uh, how many rounds you can carry, you know, and, um, as well as there, there are no castle doctrine laws, you know, like Florida or Texas or Oklahoma. Yeah. So to answer your question, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate and still making it, uh, keeping it the way it is in terms of um, law-abiding citizens being able to purchase firearms. Um, that's how I feel about that. NRA survey, OK2A survey? I've done the NRA survey. Okay. And um, as a member uh, of, of the NRA, I've done their survey, completed their survey, and I've done the OK2A survey and completed their survey. And... Um, the same way I answered on their questions is, is the same way I'm answering now. Maybe since you've seen that quite red flag, you have anything on that? I remember that's one of the questions that was asked at the forum. That's right. You know, it's not so much red flag as opposed to, uh, I think they mentioned universal background checks. Right. Um, and that, that was one thing on the survey that I did leave blank because I noticed, you know, these shooters, um, you know, a lot of it, yeah, it is mental issues. But we also see a lot more details come out after these unfortunate events. And at one point, one realizes, you know, there is a lot of alerts uh, that popped up in regard to um, said shooter uh, obtaining a firearm. And, it may, and it's legal. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, you know, if, if there are certain things put in place, um, that that tell a person, you know, doing a check that, you know, this person has recently checked into a mental institution um, or, you know, as a, at a certain age and is already heavily on SSRI, which are antidepressants, you know, because, you know, antidepressants, there's a huge link with, and there's studies been done in terms of, you know, suicide ideation and, and, and just having, um, you know, thoughts come in that are that are not normal thoughts if you will uh, it's just one of the uh what do you call it side effects of it but you know as far as uh could these things have been prevented i think they could have i do and um but like i said i still believe in the ability for all law-abiding citizens to be able to purchase firearms um uh in in accordance with you know, the age groups for, for different, for different types of weapons that are already in place. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a proponent of, you know, new legislation that's saying now how you have to store, you know, your firearm in your house, because, you know, I was talking with some constituents the other day and they mentioned, well, now you let the bad guys know exactly yeah, who, <laughs> where, where you, who and where, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I don't really feel like it's a hairy topic at all. Um, I feel like if, 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 if you're a law-abiding citizen, there's already checks in play already right now. Um, as far as the red flags, you know, I, that's something that I believe on the OK2A survey, 
Um, it, it it's just it, there's no need in that regard simply because I don't how 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 can you tell the 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 background of how that came up to be by by concerned family or friend you know what if it was um, an ex girlfriend or an ex wife and it was just it was a matter of you know vengeance and and now and and, and you being you know falsely accused of of something that you're not and now you know your 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 American right to uh, to own a firearm is now being uh, relinquished. You know, so I don't agree with that in that regard. Uh, but I do, I do, like I said before, feel like is is there another way? You know, for those that have um, uh, displayed any type of, uh, you know, been checked into a mental institution, some that can actually be, you know, monitored, if mm -hmm. you will, um, not because one doesn't um, one doesn't have any, not at all. It's just because. I think if we do enough studies on anyone that's been in a shooting, the, the shooter themselves, it seems like it's the same, yeah. uh, uh, same background from a standpoint of you know, the depressants or antidepressants, or maybe had a had a stint at a mental institution and um, uh, and, and checked out, or you know, or or even wanted to check in. You know, that's all that's all documented. So I think we have to be careful in that regard. I appreciate you visiting with me. Just a few more questions. I yeah. won't keep you uh, much longer. Um, I saw on Facebook you had an interaction with the superintendent of schools. Mm -hmm. uh, Plan to meet him one day. Facebook yeah. is a great thing. Yeah. Like in the different worlds coming together. But uh, just meeting the, uh, whether it's the superintendent or city manager, uh, you plan to meet uh, any of those uh leaders of the community oh yeah absolutely i mean it's it's a requirement yeah you know but at the same time once again when you're new to this it's almost it, you almost have to chuckle if not take it because you know it, it's not that one takes it lightly it's just that uh, you know of all places you know i really believe in in trying to do things in the, in the most professional manners i possibly yeah. can for instance how we met you know yeah. and how we scheduled this you know it, we didn't do it over facebook no. You know, so and anyone else that I've met that I was told, hey, you should meet, you know, so and so, you know, I'm this is this is so new and I am very eager to meet with the superintendent of Guthrie School, uh, Public Schools, the superintendent of Edmond, the superintendent of Deer Creek, yep. the superintendent of Cash and Crest. Like it's it, it's I, I because once again, schools are such a huge issue. It's such a huge topic. And um you know, so when it comes to that, um, and then I and I think some other, I, I was trying to address some other questions as well, and and then I realized, you know, after another post that basically there's this inevitable misunderstanding that happens um, yeah. when it comes to any kind of text or writing, and it's a lesson learned for me um, to do my best, uh, and I, I I thought I was doing that before, but I guess I need to reiterate to do my best to just um, set things up in a professional manner uh, to where uh, an email is sent or uh, a phone call is made. And it's just, it's one of those things that I thought was kind of interesting because everybody else I've talked to uh, or someone said, I, I, you, sh you should speak with so-and-so. Right. Um, and I, and it was always well-received for me and we never had a problem meeting up, you know, and, and I'll take a moment too. this whole campaign, this whole world of, of, of entering into public policy uh, is very new. 
And I, you know, I understand there's people that have done this for many decades. Uh, and my, like I said before, anybody that has been elected or done any type of campaign or even involved on a campaign or canvassed or done door, uh, door hangers, my utmost respect is to you because, <laughs> because, you know, there's some things that you do that, you know, a guy or gal coming in who's never done this before, you know, you may take for granted. And uh, as well as the protocols, you know, as well as, hey, you know, the first few months, we're going to do this. And in those first few months, these are the key people that you need to meet. None of that was ever given. Yeah. You know, so when I say chuckle, that's what I mean, chuckle in terms of, you know, okay, you know, <laughs> wow. Um, that's interesting in, in, in that regard. But I'll, I'll definitely make sure that we can sit down and have a conversation as well as other municipalities like, you know, the city manager, the mayor, um, you know, and, and, and other uh, other people that are leading in, in, in key areas of the county. There's no doubt it is a learning process. I've seen it on this side. And, yeah. And just knocking the doors. Uh, we talked about that. That would be the part that just, uh, you know, knocking the doors, that takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot, lot to learn through this, mm-hmm. especially going through the first time. So, uh <clears throat> Uh, one one last question for me before I uh, let you have the last word here. There was a survey that went out, and I got a sur- the survey okay. on my phone. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you aware of the survey that went out? Uh, it was mentioned your two opponents. They didn't mention you. Yeah, twenty questions, and yes. I got it. And I was, you know, I was, you know, start off common questions, common questions, and then, you know, I take it because I'm like I'm a political nerd sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll take it. It's like because you're afraid you're gonna get spam if you answer the questions. But uh, I, I'm answering it, and it kind of. It leaned one way toward one of your opponents uh-huh. uh, with an attack uh, with the Southwest Ledger uh, newspaper a couple of years ago. Okay, uh, were you aware of that? Do you know? You know, uh, I've heard so many conspiracy theories on this uh, <laughs> that Logan's name wasn't mentioned, so it was Logan who put it out. It was the opponent, uh, the other opponent who put it out to put it there, and I also heard it was the person that they went after uh, put it out. So it looks like. The other two made that person look bad. But uh, uh, have you seen the survey and your thoughts on that? Survey? Yeah, somebody somebody had reached out to me and asked me, and I, I had no idea what they were talking about. Yeah. And I said, you know, what are you talking about? Because yeah. she just said, you know, haven't you heard? And that was it. That was how she, you know, heard what, you know. And then, you know, I was you know, given the link, I guess, to, to this survey. And you know, the first few questions, okay, you know, and then, uh, then all of a sudden it was like, wow, you know, um, once again, I go back to the original question, you know, the question right before this, um, with, with, with the superintendent for Guthrie public schools. And, you know, this has been such a learning process and there's never been any malice or ill intent or, uh, let alone disrespect or, just nastiness. Yeah. I just, I don't believe in it. Matter of fact, you know, I've told people at the outset, I've told people at the doors, you know, you can't lose yeah. with whomever you decide to go with. Um, these are quality candidates here. And I have the utmost respect for each one of them. Once again, those that decide to put their name in that hat and run for office, I, com- I commend you because I'm learning, you know, in this, in, in this regard, like you mentioned with the Facebook post and even this scenario that, you know, you're kind of hung out there yeah. in a way. And, and I get it. Someone says, somebody might say, well, you know, you know what you were signing up, you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, but there's, there's just always a respectful and cordial way to do yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. to answer your question, um, no, I, it, 
it's not coming from me. Um, and uh, it, it was a little bit depressing to see that. Um, but at the same time, I believe each one of these candidates are, are very uh, uh, self-sufficient in that regard to where um, they're, 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 they're mentally strong, they're mentally tough, and that's what's needed for uh, a position or role like this. So, um, you know, I don't think it's something to, to, to make bigger than, 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 than it already is. Just go ahead and move on. And uh, we'll, we'll all continue to run this race to the best of our abilities. And the candidate and the constituents um, will ultimately make their decision. Yeah, all three of you done a great job campaigning. All three of you knocked doors. That's the number one thing is knocking doors. The survey was a little bit of a curveball because, you know, a lot of your answers are, are similar. And that's yeah. why you think whoever's elected would do a great job. But the survey was a little bit of a curveball. And so I just wanted to throw that so you can say that so people don't make up their own. And, uh, and, and, and why I wasn't on that, yeah, I have yeah. no idea. I, I thought, oh, wow, maybe I'm not doing this. But, you know, um, that, that was my first reaction. And, 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 and it just brings in whole, another point, and I'll say this as quickly as I possibly can, uh -huh. that, you know, we, you have to be careful you know, mistaken perception for reality. Yeah. And I know it's a common phrase. I heard that in my, in my corporate America days, um, you know, uh, perception is reality perception in a way. Yeah. I get it where they're coming from, but you know, I do my best to be as, is, 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 is brutal, painfully honest and forthright as I possibly can, because I've gone into this campaign knowing that no matter what happens, I'm perfectly okay. Yeah. And whoever wins it, I, I will I will support. You know it, that it's, and 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 I think that needs to be made clear off the get go. Um, even though we're at the end of the interview, which is, I've just been having a blast. Yeah, really, yeah. I've just yeah. been having fun. You know, I'm, it, and maybe it's kind of like you know he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, he 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 messed up here, he messed up there. He should have been, you know, and and I don't say that in a way to where. Um, uh, it's it's being flippant. I say it in a yeah, way of just yeah. saying, hey, you're getting a chance. I'm opening it up to you. You're getting a chance to see that, you know, as, as, as compassionate as he is about the people and about policy and wanting to do well for the communities, um, he's human, yeah. you know, and to, to hold him or any in, in, in these 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 great candidates, these fine people to any other to, to uh, uh, almost a, a standard of perfection is, isn't fair. Yeah. You know, so I, I say, you know, be be easy on on the candidates uh, from a standpoint of um, the whispers yeah. and the rumors, yeah. you know, and um, and uh, just know that uh, uh, the other two and myself are doing the or, or running the best race that we possibly can. And uh, and it's been a phenomenal experience, to say the least. Well, okay, one more thing. I was, I, I was throwing it out there because yeah. it, I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard it, and I just want you to answer it. Yes. You were placed here from Seattle here to take care <laughs> of business here. You were placed here. Have you, you know, heard that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. And, all right. Uh, that one was so funny. I mean, because <laughs> it, it just goes back to what I said right before this yeah. and what I was saying right before exactly. that. Exactly. That's what made I, me think of it. Yeah, but, yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad we get a chance to talk yeah. about it because yeah. – you know, I was receiving some phone calls after the first brochure came out, and there was one phone call in particular. Nice brochure, by the way. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. There was one that, that that particularly had, you know, she mentioned the same thing. You know, <laughs> this is a great. This is a great brochure. I said, hey, thank you so much. And, you know, I, this is just it's a blessing to be able to do this and to serve. She said, well, you know, there's, 
it's just it's too good. Yeah. It's just too good. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you know? She said, "Yeah, she's you know, how do I know you're not some George Soros plant?" Okay. You know, yeah. from from Seattle. And I'm thinking I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's new to me. And once again, you know, we talked about Facebook. You know, we talk about superintendent. We talked about, you know, these different things to where I I I this is actually kind of cool because constituents, you know, residents not just Logan County, but anyone that's viewing this can now finally understand the beauty of, of all of this is that it's being documented and we're doing this in real time. And you can see this as almost like a documentary. Like these are some of the things that if you're seeking public office that you're going to have to address. Yeah. And it's weird because they didn't know that in Seattle, you actually did a video against, you know, George Soros uh-huh. on YouTube, you know, when Newt Gingrich mentioned his name. And the yeah. whole studio got quiet. Yeah. And, uh, and I wanted to deep dive into that and, and just and talk about, you know, that this isn't a conspiracy. And, you know, um, these things are really happening, you know, funding different DAs and stuff like that in San Francisco, who just recently got recalled yep. just two days yep. ago. Yep. You know, and, and, or I believe, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's true, you know, but different attorney generals across the nation, you know. But, you know, I, done a, and, and I, I believe it even got flagged, you know. My channel didn't. It didn't stay up, you know, because I, I would talk about things that I now hear people talking about that I've had to even do surveys on in terms of parental rights, vaccines, you know, and, and, and you know, that type of thing. And I, I ended up just I, I, I kept hitting that bashing that Google algorithm of YouTube <laughs> and ended up being taken off. So it's weird because you have a person in that's been sometimes accused of being too far right. So. When someone asks a question like that, you just think, you know, I think I've seen it all now, you know, to where once again, no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I'm not a (laughs) uh, I'm not a plant or anything like that. I think the thing that people realize the most in terms of trying to, you know, uh, I guess, plead my cause is is a is a sincerity at the doors. that's where, you know, the same with when we talk, you know, across the street, you know, a couple of days ago, it's just, I'm open. It's just, this is who I am. Yeah. You know, this is what I'm about. You know, if, you know, if I'm able to serve the people to God, be the glory, you know, if I'm not to God, be the glory, yeah. you know, it's, it's been a great campaign. And, um, I just, I always hope that my intentions are clear, that they're, that they're always coming from a place of gentleness, of love and, and compassion. And that's not lip service. I really mean that. Uh, I really love this county. I really love this state and the people in it. So, yeah. Man, I, I appreciate our visit. It's been a great one. Just like our, our conversation the other day. Last thing for me, anything that I've left out that you want to address that uh, or go more into? Final thing for me, I just want to make sure I'm not overlooking something that you want to discuss. You know, uh, last closing thoughts, you know, for me is thank you so much Absolutely. Um, for providing this opportunity for me to communicate with the people um, on, a, on a broader scale. Um, and um, this has been a great time to just for people, hopefully, to get to a chance to know more about me. And then I'll say this. Uh, I want to thank everybody that I've met. Um, uh, the only reason why that this is, is truly possible is first and foremost, God. Um, And then after that would be um, the reception, the warm reception of the community, of the constituents that uh, I've had the ability to meet. So uh, I want to say my warmest regards to you and thank you so much for 
your support, it means so much more than you could ever know. And it's it literally is, is what I'm running on, on love and compassion. So thank you so much. And I, I lied one more. And I apologize. I should have done this at the beginning. You yeah. talked about your two babies. Talk, I mean, talk yeah. about your, your children. That, oh. That's that's a cool. I, <laughs> so I, I messed yeah. that one up at the beginning. My apologies. Oh, no, absolutely. So my first I had in 2020, uh, my wife, uh, we we had our, our child in Seattle uh, in April. And um, matter of fact, right when COVID started. And, and I uh. mentioned, you mentioned when we talk about abortion, I, you notice I talked midwife. I didn't say nurse because yeah. at one point we actually were going to the traditional route. Okay. And, Ooh. you know. She's tough. Yeah. And then. <laughs> I thought you were tough. Yeah. <laughs> she is tough. And, and you know what? She, uh, you know, it was unfortunate, but, you know, they had to make room for. For, 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 for COVID patients and yeah. kind of relocated us to a different hospital. And then that hospital didn't have our information. And we're, we're literally, you know, weeks out. Yeah. So, you know, we just realized we had some buddies from church that had recommended, you know, the, going the midwife route. And to this day, we will do it again. Okay. <laughs> I mean, All right. So, but yeah, the, you know, uh, my daughter, my, my eldest, and then my, uh, her brother, yeah, he was born a year after. Uh, and it's kind of funny because one was born in, in Edmonds, Washington, and the other one was born in Edmond, Oklahoma, you know, so. It's a small world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, my family, my wife, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's everything to me, yeah. and it's extremely important to me, um, so um, that's, that's my family. That's, that's awesome. That's my family out That's here. awesome. Yeah. I appreciate you stopping by. Oh, yeah, thank you so us. much. Just a reminder, uh, early voting will be Thursday, June 23rd. 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Lone County Election Board office to 24 East Fox, I believe that is. Uh, also, early voting on Friday, June 24th. Also, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then on Saturday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., of course, uh, get out and vote uh, on Election Day. Tuesday, June 28th, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Make sure you know where your polling location is at. Some of those have changed a little bit. Uh, if you have any of those questions, be sure to call uh, the election board office, 405-282-1900. My good friends, Shalene, John, and Sandy can help you out. They will be busy here in the coming days. So big thank you to them. Logan, thank you so much once again. Absolutely. We appreciate everyone stopping in. I'm Chris Evans. Also, a big thank you to Aaron Ryburn, all the graphics, all the switching, all that good stuff. Appreciate Aaron helping us out here today. Until next time, have a great day.